Hey, this is Ramon Ray with SmartHustle.com. And if you really, really, really want to learn how to increase your leadership, reputation, and impact, you should be listening to the People First Podcast with my friend and ally, Morag Barrett. Listen now. Welcome to Sky Team's People First with Morag Barrett. Welcome to this week's episode of People First. And my guest is Ramon Ray, who is a leading expert on small business success. He inspires and educates thousands of business owners a year through his articles, podcasts, and in-demand media interviews, much like this one. Ramon is the founder of smarthustle.com and entrepreneur in residence at Oracle NetSuite. Ooh, I'm interested to learn more about that. He has uh, started four companies. He's sold two of them. He's authored four books, including The Celebrity CEO. And audiences around the world are inspired by his high energy and ability to connect and care. Ramon, welcome. Thank you so much. Good to be here. And I'm going to take your intro and probably play it over and over again. I'll give you some licensing. Uh, and I do care about people. So thank you, Morag, for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm always glad to uh, add value to somebody's community. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you've got so much to share. We can talk about the celebrity CEO. We can talk about small business advice, being in mind that I have a small business. We can talk about personal branding. But in fact, I want to take you back to the beginning. I want you to imagine or remember when you're sitting in elementary school and the teacher's walking around the class and they're saying, Ramon, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your well, answer teacher. to that then? Yes, well, teacher, I would love to be in the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's what I would like to do, uh, teacher. Ooh, and what was it about being in the FBI that appealed to the, the little boy you? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the uh, and this and that has morphed over the years to really be in the United States Secret Service Presidential Counter Assault Team, which I still want to do, but I'm too old. I don't have the experience. But but they're kind of similar. One is, though, full of people who break down doors and they op operate with overwhelming force to protect the president in intensive, you know, aggressive uh, action. Uh, and one is more investigative. But I think what I liked reading at the time, what, six, seven, eight years old, depending on how old I was, just looking through it, these were the G-men, as, as those listening to us probably remember, mm -hmm. you know, back then you did the white shirt, black suit, the, you know, just a chiseled chin, man or woman, whatever it may be. But my point is, you know, just that, that aura, that look of the, you know, we're professional, we're honest, we're good, people of character. Not all were, of course, but that was the image, you know? So kind of mm. that aspirational. We can we can shoot a weapon uh, while investigating. Not quite James Bond. Well, that was a bit too fictional. Yes. <laughs> but more realistic. See, now I'm picturing you, Ramon, as the uh, Jack Bauer for the 2020s. Yes! yes. He's my hero, yes. All right, so... <laughs> You are Jack Bauer by 24 in the evenings, whatever. Yeah. But by day, when you're not saving the president, et cetera, you are the founder of smarthustle.com and you yeah. are giving advice to business leaders around the world. So tell me a little bit about what inspires, engages you about the work that you're doing today. Yeah, I think a few things. I think that in our, uh, not our core values, but our, 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 purpose. I'm still learning purpose, mission, values, but they're, they're kind of related. But we inspire and educate small business owners. So I think that what gets me is the two things are important. Some people, probably our colleagues, our friends, those who we know, they go very deep. They do training. They do education. Probably things that you do, Morag. You know, that's there's a, there's a need for that. Me, it doesn't excite me so much to go too deep and transform lives like that. 
But what I enjoy most, and since it's my business, I get to pick that, is the inspirational part. I, I'm not there to long-term coaching, long-term relations, but you know what? If I could just bring a smile to your face, if I can help you dry your tear, that's kind of, if you get the metaphor I'm trying to bring, the inspirational part. And then the I, educational, so many resources. You can go hire a coach, go get helping people. But what we do, what I want to do, just point you in the right direction. Say, Murag, hey, just, just go a little to the left. You know what? Now you're off on your own. So that's <laughs> helpful, kind of. That's how we see it. See, now I'm picturing, you know, when you learn to ride a bike and you first take the tri training wheels yeah. off and you're holding the saddle. And that's what you're doing. You can do it. You can do it. And then you step back and let that business owner run. Correct. So That's exactly how do you define small business? Yeah, the um, many governments, the US government defines it, I believe, as 100 or less. I think that's a good starting point. But here's the, the challenge. The person that has a five-person team, which I have, arguably, is just small business. But I must get to my hat. That is demonstrably different, I think anyone will agree, than someone who has 97 team members. It, it's two different two different types of business, a hundred person business versus a five person. So I think that, yes, I do. I don't mind the 100 or less. It simplifies things in big numbers, but I like to break it up. Are you a freelancer? I get a lot of that from Seth Godin, right? Is a mentor of mine. And then you have, when you have a team, whether it's a virtual assistant, a word I hate, uh, even though I build my team on freelancers, but meaning the word virtual assistant, but the point is, uh, I, by the way, who is what you're saying. Yes. Correct. You have those one to five, one to 10, then you have 10-ish to 50, 20, 50 to 100. So I think, but my definition is like that, if that's helpful. If I, did I sound very confusing when I explained that definition? No, I have okay. the same challenge because at SkyTeam, we're often asked, well, who are our ideal clients? Who do we work with? And we work with Fortune 100 companies, very well-known global brands mm -hmm. that you will have heard of. But we also work with smaller organizations, usually around the 100 employee mark, some as yes. small as 50. And so for me, it's the it's the passion and energy. Are they ready and willing to invest in the behavior changes that are going to accelerate their company? Yes. So the government definition, as you've described, it can be limiting. The reality is we go where the energy yes. and where we can add the most value. And I think, Murag, if I can add something, I think to our respective businesses, I, I'm guessing, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but in your case, let's say you're working with the 50-person business or let's say 25, make it harder, 25 person business. If they want to stay that well, and they're more, you know, smaller, just, hey, we're fine as we are, maybe they don't need Murad, maybe. Mm -hmm. But if they're 25 person business, you know what? We know we're gonna be at 350 in three years. Oh, oh yeah. So meaning that's also why this definition, those listening to us, it's kind of challenged. Because in my case, I may want to stick with people who want to stay at five. That could be what we do. But yet if you're scaling, you're gonna have to get a coach and get a team and get help. For leadership. What I love about the work that you do is whether you're a business owner or not, you need to be thinking about your personal brand because as a leader with a small team in a big organization, that's your business. Yes. We need to start thinking laterally. So why the passion for you behind personal branding and why should our listeners be paying attention in how they're being perceived or misperceived at work? For sure. It's the two things you just said. For the smaller businesses, the owners, they must, in my opinion, there's no choice. You have to focus on your personal brand. For those who are listening who are from the larger businesses, you have a choice. Huh. It's the logo on the product we're selling, whatever it may be. You're going to put some buttons. You have budget for Facebook ads and nobody knows you. Nobody cares. 
you could survive okay that way, you know, depending on what Morag advises. But if you want to grow professionally, if you want to be an asset possibly to your company, you're well-spoken, you can smile, you have a big, bold character, or you're quieter, but you, meaning you have a something you can offer in a media interview and a podcast. I think, Morag, you're depriving your business of your personal talent. So hence, for those leaders in a larger company, I would dare you to ask yourself to consider, should you start to use your personal brand as a tool for the business? So how do I find out what my personal brand is, where I'm starting from? Yeah, I think a few things. I think one, ask people. Mm -hmm. Two, part of that asking people, what do many people say in the lunchroom? Are they all saying, wow, you know, Jennifer uh, or, or uh, Stephanie or April or Bob's coming in the room. We love how you speak. We love how you motivate. You know what? Every time you're in a company meeting, how you start that company meeting up, we all want to get out of our chairs and you probably know you may have something there to it. Now, some people listening, Morag, right? They, great accountants, behind the scenes, it's all no, no shame, no problem. Mm -hmm. But there's some of you, you just have that mojo. <laughs> you have that mm -hmm. thing about you that can be an asset to your company that's helpful. So I love it. Just ask. And one of the questions I like to ask is give me three words to describe me at my best. Three words to describe me at my not best, my worst. And then reflect. Do those yeah. words, those adjectives reflect who you want to be known for? Do they help people to understand when to come for you to, to you um, for that advice and guidance? So I know LinkedIn is one of your favorite platforms. That's where you and I first cross paths and I follow you. So what advice do you have for us in terms of a LinkedIn profile and how we can use that as leaders and as small business owners to help get our personal brand out there? For sure. Not a question I'm often asked, or at least it's, it's a more of a political question is, you know, am I building the, the personal brand? You know, I work for a company, so it, how do I have it about me, about my book, about my podcast? I get it. You're working with a team. You don't want to show up the other executives. You know, so so I think, so how to use LinkedIn, I think is, A, LinkedIn's a powerful tool. And I think this thing called thought leadership is the easiest thing you can do. Many of you listening may have an executive assistant. You may have a little bit of budget to have somebody help you, is my point being, whatever you want to call them. So I would say, can you do this twice a month? I'm not saying daily. I didn't mm -hmm. even say every week, which is what I or more I would do, right? We, we would push this out more. But every once every two weeks, can you just... What did you share in the company meeting that really ignited people that you could make a bit public? What is the last meeting you had with your small team? You know, you have one-on-ones or something that you could say, hey, you know what? This is something I shared with my two direct reports. Let me turn this into a little LinkedIn post. So that's how I would use LinkedIn. Just discipline yourself on a regular basis. Didn't have to be fancy. It could be a few words and just share. And the other tip on that is, you can share what other people are doing. I know you mm -hmm. want to be careful with legal reasons and things, but there's so much content out there. Maybe you don't have time to write original content. Hey, today so-and-so announced or the president announced, here's what, here's what we think. Keep it positive. Keep it positive. Yeah, I love that. And it's just, if you're taking the time to read somebody else's article, if it resonates for you, that to me is the trigger that says you should reshare it in your network and put in those two sentences of why it caught your eye in the first place and also what did resonate, what are you taking away? And all of those little deposits are how you start to grow your network and your influence and remain front of mind as the go-to person or the go-to business that others can tap into. Wow. 
That was powerful. What did you said? Something I don't even know if you said. I wanted to rewind it. I didn't want to stop. You said nuggets. No, something. You had a very good keyword there. Do you remember what you just said? That was powerful. The, uh, the two, yeah, the nuggets. So it's what resonated for you as, yes. as to what it caught your attention, and then more importantly, what are you going to do with it? Yes, because yes. when that we share just... that, we learn and grow together. That's baller. I'm going to take what you just said. I'm going to steal it. I'll give you like a little credit. I'll put like a little uh, asterisk there. Just take it. (laughs) Ramon, just take it. I love that fact. So here's the thing that I love about you. We've all been working in this little three by five box for a year. And let's be honest, it sucks the life from many interactions. It becomes the rogues gallery of, do I really have to put the camera on again? Mm -hmm. One of the things I admire from you is that whether I see you in 3D whether I see you in 2D, the energy and enthusiasm is palpable. Thank you. What's the secret? Help us understand for leaders here who are leading and droning on yet again in the endless Zoom, Google Meet, Hangout, whatever it is, life we live now. What can they do to amp up the energy? Yes, I think three things may help. And I think one, I'm blessed to say that I think we're all different, right? This is how Ramon is. So I think that's one thing to consider. We're all how we are. But I think that a second thing that may be able to help is that taking improv. Improv classes mm. can help those who are a bit more stuck upish. And I don't mean it rudely, but we're all different. So, and by the way, sometimes, Morag, I have to throttle myself and realize, wait a minute, I'm in church at a funeral. Let me stop oh. giggling. So, <laughs> so even Ramon has to change himself. So two is improv. I think three, try your best to not take yourself too seriously, which improv can help with. This interview we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Some executives, I'm sure you've had them, you, or you can know who I mean. They're so, yes, Morag. My name is, Ra, my name is, oh, yes, Ramon Ray. Really? It's okay. Just laugh loud, make a mistake. So, But that takes training. And so I think those three things, improv, being just trying to recognize, like in the same way, Morag, I realize I speak too fast. I probably did it a bit now. But I tried to reflect and oh, Ramon, you're you're getting in your zone. Slow down, Ramon. <laughs> yeah, inhale, inhale, breathe, man, breathe. Yes. You're looking a little pale. Stop it. <laughs> yes, and in the same way for other leaders who are they they you can catch yourself. I, I've talked for two minutes and didn't laugh. Okay, yeah. so that's how you do it, Morag, and that's our three points for how you do our widgets. Yeah, it's the leaning in. And the other thing that I notice you're doing is bring your hands up. Often mm. they're behind. Now they're below the screen because people are under the misapprehension or misunderstanding that if I'm doing email, you won't notice. But yes. trust me, the camera amplifies your eyes. So if you're not looking at the camera, I know you're doing email. Mm-hmm. So bring your hands up and use that as digital body language. It's another way of just raising the energy and leaning in occasionally and say, say more. The smile, it's the things we would do in 3D, but bring them to play in 2D and you'll start to rekindle the connections across your team. 100%, Morag, 100%. And I think what I like about what you're saying and what you do is while we make a good team, I think you unpack and uh, refine what I'm saying, not in a negative way, not taking away from me, but I just like how you position things very well. So I just want to compliment you for that. (laughs) I'm learning too. So tell me about your book. Sure. Yeah. Listen, this goes back to what we talked about, personal branding. Um, and I coined it, but it's not new. You know, I don't lie, like I don't like when people are like, you know, hey, I'm the first person who said start with why. Stop, please. Come on. Um, but <laughs> Celebrity CEO is the name of the book. And it's the concept of personal branding. A firm believer in, I think, two or three things. One, asking for a smile before you ask for a sale. Sometimes we ask for the sale first. 
I didn't even smile first. So I'm a firm believer, ask for a smile first before the sale. And oftentimes asking for a smile, I don't have to say anything. It's just, but I can't help <laughs> yeah, it. Right, it. Yeah. yeah, we're human. That's one. Two, building the community or fan base goes directly with that. This doesn't mean sales are not important. Direct marketing is not important. Referrals, all these things are important. But for the purpose of this discussion, building the community. So I have people just liking me, knowing me, trusting me. They didn't buy yet. They're just in my community. As I educate them and build the trust more, they're going to buy. I'm going because my name is in their head. So that's really the celebrity CEO concept: building community and nurturing to a sale, and asking for a smile before the sale. And there's a number of things, of course, that go with that: events, social media, branding, imagery, video, all kind of tentacles to help you build that uh, community and personal brand. I love just that basic build and um, get the smile first. And it links into everything we do at Sky Team and my first book, Cultivate, mm -hmm. Power of Winning Relationships, because it brings back the fun to work. And if you're fun to work with, if you make it easy for us to partner, then I'm going to choose you time and time again over others who are very rigorous around the contract says you've got to dot the I's, cross the T's. Well, I did that for 15 years in banking. Time to let loose and bring the human to work. And that's yeah. what you do through your inspirational talks. Thank you. And you know what's worse than that, Moraga, is when you have a contract that's one-sided. They were younger guys. I hired them off of Thumbtack. Those who don't know, Thumbtack is a pretty good uh, resource to hire freelancers for like local projects. So a videographer, he said, uh, we require our clients to pay us two-thirds up front because, you know, it's a new relationship. So I let that sink in a bit. I said, okay, it's a new relationship. So you don't know me. That's You don't trust me. That's why it's two-thirds, right? He's like, yes. I'm like, great. Just so you're aware, I don't know you either. Maybe I don't trust you. So why is it two thirds and not 50 50? He was like, you know what? That's a good point. I'm like, you know, but I just had to educate him. So, to your point about asking for a smile in his relationships, sometimes we're so stuck on ourselves that we don't, that we forget about the other. So in the work that you're doing through smarthustle.com, let's be clear, the last 12, 18 months have been hard for everybody. Yeah. But I think small business owners will be feeling the weight of the world on their shoulders um, in trying to navigate through the uncertainty of maybe closed offices, unable to execute their business in the same way. What are you hearing now in 2021 and what advice are you giving them to be able to stay in the game? Yeah. and not be worn down by those stresses and anxiety. Yeah, worn down is something, a word that many of us are feeling. I think there's two things. One, my heart goes out and I will always shout out those who've lost their businesses, those mm -hmm. who are out of business right now, those who are struggling to survive. I, I, I see you metaphorically and I acknowledge you. Mm -hmm. Having said that, there's a number of people that are seeing light at the end of the tunnel. My business has grown in 2020. So I know a number of people are reporting, yeah, our business is rocking. So that's one. And I think the best thing I could say are two things I'm hearing, having interviewed so many people the past 18 months or so is a go back to existing clients and relationships. Hey, Marag, knock, 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 knock. We talked two months ago yeah. and, and we know it's going to be a sale or something you want, but be human, just be in touch. That's one. And I think the two, find out what somebody's real need Go beyond the the surface. So, you know, using Moraga as an example again, she comes in and says, you know what? I need a nail, a nail and a hammer. Okay, I could sell that to you. Or I could say, what do you really want? You know, I want to look at my dog on the wall. Ah, ah. let's just make that happen for you.
Yeah, I love that. And I think the key for me would be don't go it alone. I know I, I recently published an article about losing my mojo at the beginning of 2021. It's exhausting mm. running your own business. And so here's the thing, reach out to that network, your trusted advisors, your allies, and share those worries and concerns. Not necessarily that they can fix it, but a journey together is a lot better than just sitting at home alone or sitting at the office alone and worrying independently. And that was one of the key learnings for me is ask for help and share those concerns because it's amazing how people are willing to step up as needed. Absolutely. So true. So true. Brilliantly said. So as you look to the future, Ramon, and you see that light at the end of the tunnel, you know it's not a train. What are you most excited for in terms of smart hustle and the work that you're doing? Yeah, two things excite me. One is very personal. I just hired my son uh, to join Smart Hustle. So he's our marketing strategist. Thank you. And he's 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 in charge of a third pillar of our business, which is monetizing better and serving better our community. So that's one, a little personal. Uh, and two, I think I'm getting smarter as a business owner just in growing, as Seth Godin says, the way I want. We're doing well. There's a few areas I want to get to the next level, which are stretching me, like numbers. It's not my strongest suit. Or leadership, which is all what you do well. I'm a marketer and I need to up level myself in managing my team. So I'm excited, but that's the excitement I'm having growing myself and working with a family member who happens to be my son. So what are you having to let go of and what are you learning and embracing to affect that transition? Ooh, see that. Wow. See, that's a, that's a, that's a baller question right there. Wow. Okay. So I think one of probably a few things that I'm after learning is what to say no to. I say yes to everything. And I think what to say no to or how to ask for more of things I'm saying yes to, if that makes sense. I don't even know how to say it right, but I'm sure if we had an hour, you would unpack it better for me. So that's one. You asked another smart question. Maybe I answered them both, but something else. So it's you letting go off. And then what are you embracing? What are the new things you're learning? Ooh, I think embracing, wow, probably embracing having more phone calls with people. Uh, if I if I want to ask for a higher ticket item, I'm going to have to probably get on the phone because I think it's better. I resist phone calls, pre-calls, don't like it, but I'm realizing, you know what, if I'm asking Morag for half a million dollars, maybe a tweet or a DM mm, is not, not enough well. based on what I've been doing. I need to call her and say, how, talk, have a video call. So it sounds silly, but... For me, it's growth. So it's growth and talk and hear the smile or on the video call, see the smile. Yes. So Ramon, thank you for sharing your insights today. I can't wait to read Celebrity CEO. How can others learn more about the work that you're doing and get a hold of you? Sure. Best way is very simple. Smarthustle.com is my domain and where I live and feed the world. Smarthustle.com. Okay. I'll make sure all of that information is in the show notes. Ramon, thank you for being a guest on People First. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for joining Morag today. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you learned something worth sharing, share it. Cultivate your relationships today when you don't need anything before you need something. Be sure to follow Sky Team and Morag on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you have any ideas about topics we should tackle, interviews we should do, or if you yourself would like to be on the show, drop us a line at info at skyteam.com. That's S-K-Y-E team.com. Thanks again for joining us today. And remember, business is personal and relationships matter. We are your allies.